0: Hello beautiful humans, welcome. My name is Jess and this is Divine by Jess Irvine. This podcast is all about spirituality, growth, life, love, creativity, divinity, joy and so much more. It's a warm hug, a cup of inspiration, a dose of love and light tune in each week to hear divine wisdom musings on a whole range of topics and occasional chats with inspiring creative fellow humans. Thank you for tuning in. Let's dive into it. Hello there, you beautiful, intelligent, wise, funny, glorious human being. I am so excited to be here chatting with you, sharing another episode with you today. Ah, how are you today? How are you this week? How are you doing? This week, I've actually been doing an online course with Yale University in the States called The Science of Wellbeing. It's a course that dives deep into the psychology of happiness. It is so fascinating. Psychology has always been a great interest of mine. Fun fact, I, when I left school, I had applied to do either. I applied for a Bachelor of Music, and I also applied for a Bachelor of Psychology. So, I was going to pick one of the two paths, but I'm, it was always going to be music. But of course, just because you pick one path doesn't mean you can't go down the other as well. I'm definitely not a fan of limiting myself. so, And I'm a lifelong learner, so here I am learning more about psychology. Um, and I'm really excited to share some of the findings from my study in the weeks to come. It's, it's blowing my mind already. Uh, and if you actually want to check out the course yourself, it's completely free to do. It's on a website called Coursera which is an amazing online platform offering courses in a whole range of fields from universities all over the world. And they're all completely free to complete. I think all of them are. Uh, and then you have the option to get a certificate and then you pay a small amount of money to get the certificate. But if you're just like me and you love learning, then you, you can just do the course for free and walk away with a whole lot of new knowledge. Uh, I'm also about to get started on a course in Buddhism and modern psychology and another one in philosophy Oh, and then another one in food and health. So <laughs> all great passions of mine. There's just so much to learn. And I just I thought with all of this beautiful space and time on my hands, not that you have to go and fill in all the space and all the time, but I just felt a call to, to do some learning. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. Um, and I just thought I'd mention it in case you'd like to check out the site. It's Coursera.org and it's definitely worth the look. Today, I am chatting about something else that's been on my mind lately, something that I am putting into practice more and more in my life. Enjoyment, pleasure, joy, essentially the art of enjoying life. We live in a world that celebrates hard work, hustling, working hard to earn good results, and even working hard to earn rest and pleasure. American research has shown that people actually feel happier at work than they do at home. Many wear busy as a badge of honor. Many boast about how much they had to suffer to be where they are today, as if suffering is honorable. But why are people actually happier at work than they are at home? Of course, maybe the community aspect plays into it, being surrounded by others during the working hours, working as a part of a team, feeling fulfilled by your working achievements, finding worth in those things. Of course, Many people genuinely really love what they do, they love their jobs. All of these things are aspects that influence these findings, but I think that there's something deeper at play here. I feel that many of us have forgotten how to relax, how to switch off, how to enjoy our lives, how to seek and savour pleasure in our lives. So many of us are addicted to our phones, to social media, We've become accustomed to instant gratification, to seemingly curing our boredom with a scroll of Instagram. We've become incredibly good at numbing ourselves in these ways. Not that there's anything wrong with scrolling or using social media, but it's the way we do it, right? It's the lack of mindfulness. It's the habits we've formed around these things. We've become uncomfortable with silence and stillness and nothingness. Because in those moments, it's often then that we start to think about and hear what we most need to confront, our vulnerabilities, our insecurities, our issues. It's much easier to just hit up Facebook than to deal with whatever is going on in our minds. As a side note, I think this is actually why so many people are going a little bit crazy at the moment too, with all of this space and time can come discomfort as we begin to be confronted with our own truths. Truths that maybe we haven't faced because we've been so busy up until now and it takes practice to really sit with and accept those uncomfortable truths. I believe that many of us have forgotten just how pleasurable our lives can be and what true pleasure is, what it feels like to truly enjoy and save a life. Rather than finding pleasure in the now, we project pleasure onto future circumstances, things that we want like love or jobs or money or cars or whatever material thing calls you. We believe that joy and happiness are a result of attaining these things, so we stay in our cycle of hustle and martyrdom, thinking that eventually we'll end up happy because we're earning the means to have those things. A classic example of this is... The entrepreneur who hustles and never allows himself or herself a break because they believe that their efforts will earn them the lifestyle that will bring them the joy, the space, the freedom that they crave, rather than, of course, seeking those things now or along the way. It's that whole idea of retirement, right? Hustling until you're 70 years old so that you can finally enjoy your life and do what you truly want to do. Eek. Oh, so many things make me so sad about that sentence I just want to say that I'm not knocking hard work or taking action although I'm more of a fan of the term consistent work versus hard work learning skills completing projects building businesses all of these things do take consistent work I'm not saying that we should abandon work of all kinds because some of the greatest pleasures actually come from consistent work anyway working on the things that bring you the most joy every day consistently Acquiring new skills, working on your passion projects, not only that, but work of the paid kind helps us to put food on our tables and keep the lights on in our homes and the water flowing. What I am suggesting, though, is that we don't save pleasure just for a rainy day and definitely not just for the last 10 or 20 years of our lives. Recently, I came across a lot of space and time and freedom due to the coronavirus outbreak. And then, of course, all of the relative social distancing laws. I lost a very good chunk of my paid work, and I cleared my calendar of social outings for who knows how long. Not that I ever really went out that much anyway, but the point is, I found myself with a lot more time on my hands. And yet, all I could tell myself was that I had to make the most of this time by working hard, not by enjoying some space or doing the leisurely things I love. I really believed that the best thing for me was to hustle at whatever creative projects I thought would be most productive for my career, almost like so I could emerge from the COVID-19 apocalypse like some celebrated warrior ready to launch music and offerings of all sorts. Of course, my brain and my body had other ideas. I found myself feeling grief and confusion and just physically unable to get work done on whatever I thought would be best for me. I mean, I've recorded videos and I've done these podcasts, but I thought that I would be hustling a lot more and I thought that that's what I needed to do, I guess. And it took this really weird and random bout of dehydration for me, which was just uh, happened on this weekend, just gone, to realize that I was in desperate need of some self-love, some self-compassion, some rest, a bit of a break, even just a slower pace and one thing I did as a part of this much needed change of pace was to pick up Eat Pray Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. I love Elizabeth Gilbert and I am truly shocked that it has taken me this long to pick up her most critically acclaimed book but hey I guess everything really does have its divine time and place. After a nasty divorce and the breakup of another relationship, Elizabeth Gilbert embarked on this one-year travelling and self-discovery spree. She spent four months in Italy, four months in India, and four months in Bali, eating, praying, loving. Her recount of these adventures became the book Eat, Pray, Love. Now, one of my favourite things about this book is how much it encouraged me to seek out more pleasure and joy in my life. Elizabeth talks about how the Italians celebrate the concept of doing nothing, They don't really understand this need to hustle hard for happiness and pleasure. Pleasure to them, it's a way of being. It's a lifestyle. I mean, look at their food, the pasta, the pizza, the gelato, the fact that they have a siesta every afternoon. I think we have so much to learn from their way of doing things. I have spent so much of my life feeling as if pleasurable things were things I had to earn as if I had to prove myself to God or the universe, and as if I had to prove my worthiness of joy and pleasure by hustling for it. But the more and more I reflect on this way of being, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Why is it such a sin to save a life? Why are we so afraid of contentment? It's as if we're afraid that being content means that things will always remain the same and we won't be inviting in the new or the different I actually think the opposite is true when we show our thanks to the universe, when we choose gratitude, when we choose to savour the beauty and the joy in our lives, we make it really clear that we are the perfect vessel for joy and more joy. We don't get gold stars in this lifetime for withholding pleasure and joy. It doesn't make us more brave or resilient or honourable. My favorite friendships, for example, with others are the ones where we're always declaring our gratitude for each other. We're never withholding love. I think we withhold pleasure because we're afraid to really feel it. We're afraid what might happen if we indulge in it. The other day, for instance, I was working away at my computer on something and I just had this urge to go and read for a little bit, but I ignored it. I kept hustling away at my computer, feeling burnt out and worried I wouldn't get all the things I needed to get done done, until I finally decided to honor the call and go and read. I read for 30 minutes, really savoring the situation and what I was reading and the space and the joy of it all. And then guess what happened? By honoring my joy, I had this new zest and energy about me and I was back at my computer, finishing off some creative work with ease. Not that that's even a requirement after indulging in pleasure, you don't always have to go back and do those things, but by honouring that call, I was given what I needed to continue with what I was doing. I've started going for long, delicious morning walks too, near my house, there's this big national park, and so I've been walking through it every morning, often stopping to savour the stillness and the sounds of the birds and the trees gently moving in the breeze, I used to just do a workout in the morning, but I decided to take the pleasure route and now get up earlier to enjoy these walks that leave me in these states of awe and appreciation for nature and this universe. I mean, that's got to be good for you, right? To feel that way, to walk out into the world with your heart beaming and smiling. I am a much kinder, lovelier human when I allow myself to enjoy my life. My walls start to come down completely because of all of the joy that I'm feeling. And I'm learning that just like there are no gold stars for withholding happiness, there are no gold stars for withholding love from others or yourself. There's this bench that I see on my morning walks. It's this resting area that was built in the loving memory of a young boy who passed away about a decade ago now, I think. On the plaque next to the bench that displays the boy's name is two words that really get me thinking more about making space for pleasure. Those two words are simply love life. There is something very powerful about the words love life next to the name of someone who is no longer in the human suit to actively live out their own. What good is hustling through our lives, withholding enjoyment and pleasure and joy when there are no guarantees? No guarantees as to how long our time is here. If you wait your whole life to enjoy your life, to me, that is such a waste of life. Life is happening right here, right now. We get to choose how we go about our lives, whether we will enjoy them or hustle through them. You have this one beautiful, magical life. I've now decided that it's too precious to be spending it, being hard on myself or saving the things that bring me joy for a rainy day. The universe, God, source, divine love, whatever term resonates with you the most, is giving us beautiful gifts all the time. Gorgeous sunrises, sunsets, flowers and animals, lovely fellow humans, new expansive ideas and opportunities to create and colour our lives – you savoring those things, giving thanks for those things, consciously enjoying those things, that is the greatest way that you can give back to the universe and everyone around you because the joy and the love and the pleasure and the freedom and the happiness that you feel as a result radiates out into the world and makes this world that much more magical and beautiful enjoying your life, savoring it, being grateful is the greatest gift you can give to yourself and to others. It's the greatest way that you can be of service. Ah, oh, This has been a very powerful lesson for me this week, <laughs> if you can't tell. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you have found today's episode valuable. And if you did, please be sure to let me know. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, using the handle divinely.jess or you could even pop me an email at hello.jessirvine at gmail.com. If you are already a pro at enjoying life and seeking pleasure, then keep at it. But if this is a new concept for you, as it sort of is for me, just experiment with the idea of inviting in more joy and enjoyment and pleasure into your life. Maybe make pancakes on a Wednesday morning instead of saving them for the weekend or take yourself out on a beautiful nature walk, or dive into a new book. Just experiment with answering the call to joy and consciously enjoying your life. Give thanks for life. Savor your life. Ah, I hope you have a beautiful, pleasure-filled, joyful week, and I will chat with you again very soon. Lots and lots of love to you. <laughs>